0: Hello, beautiful people. My name is Golden and I am a part of the Fire Realm Movement. For more free resources, don't hesitate to stop by our website. That is www.firealmglobal.com. In case you didn't know, I am a music artist and I love spreading love and positivity all around the world. My EPK is called Golden from Death to Life. You can check it out on our website or on all major platforms. And especially in this trying time, if you're hurting or you're in a need of prayer, Please don't hesitate to send us an email that is info at gmail.com. Until then, please be safe and be blessed. Hmm. It's not enough conversation about religion.
1: Yeah.
0: And so we want to dive in a little deeper. So, do you want to join this discussion? You're welcome. I
1: do. (laughs) (laughs) You're
0: definitely welcome because we have a mouthful for you today.
1: (laughs) Yes, we do. Yes, we do. What's going on, you guys? Welcome to the Fire Realm. Uh, We want to welcome all those on Facebook, Instagram, podcast, uh, through Anchor, also YouTube, all the different social media platforms. Thank you for joining into the Fire Realm. I know... That you are ready for the treat we have again for you today. All right, we're gonna do some. Uh, we're gonna do some discussion here, and we're just gonna get real with you mm. today about things that people don't really want to talk about. You know, mm. I don't know about mm. you, mm. but mm. one thing I notice, especially among uh, a lot of Christian folk out here, <laughs> is that we don't we don't we don't really like to be real and just like to talk and be and be just real people. You know, at the end of the day, before you have the title of uh, Christian or uh, man or woman of God or or, or what a have pastor, you, a pastor, or a prophet, a deacon, or, or whatever you are, whatever you call yourself, you are first a human being. Mm-hmm. That means sometimes you want to unwind. Sometimes you want to just have a nice day and just chill, vibe. You know, sometimes it's, it's o'clock. three o'clock. Oh,
0: oh Siri. Could don't have. worry,
1: yeah. Don't worry about um that you guys. That's the laptops here, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah. So as you can tell that you are first a uh, real person. All right. Now, uh, we don't like to talk about those things. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, you guys? Hey. What's going on? So as you can see, we live. So you see, you guys see. Y'all everything. see them everything pre-programmed <laughs> smart devices. <laughs> uh, so are we annoying. living in the time, you guys, where we got smart smart homes, smart computers, smart everything. Computers talking to you. Your phone is talking to you. We talking to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know what? I wanted to go back on what you just said. You was like, yeah. before you are a um, pastor, prophet, evangelist if you before you are a christian yeah you are a child of the most high god and i think sometimes we a take human that being you're a human yeah. being yeah and then you're a child of the most high god so what does that mean that simply means that you know a lot of people they're afraid to be themselves they're afraid to say certain things or have their own like different mindset like their own opinions about things and to share them openly because there's a stigma on like, what you should say as a Christian or what you should do as a this or that. And you know, the thing is this, and I think the reason why that happens is because, you know, um, the church have created an atmosphere where if if whatever you do or say that, that doesn't look like religion that it's often shunned and it's often persecuted like for example we talk about jesus a lot and how um when he walked the earth there was this thing where there was this law um there was this law that said um you cannot do anything on the sabbath as a jew and you had to follow the sabbath Um, or you're breaking the law of God and Jesus decided to heal a blind man on the Sabbath and he is the word and he's the law so they tried to persecute um well they persecuted Jesus because he he healed somebody on the Sabbath but what Jesus began to teach was the he wanted to expose relationship versus religion? Yeah, it's a religion that you should obey the Sabbath. Yes, the Word of God say that you should honor the Sabbath. However, you obeying the Sabbath and you still having uh sin in your heart, sin in your life. You don't have no love. You you just doing a you're just doing a ritual, something you do over and over go, over without having that relationship with the Father. is worthless and it's meaningless. So that's what we're talking about like today yeah. Today, you know, in church it's the same thing. It's like, you know, if you don't look a certain way, or if you don't preach a certain way, or if you don't do certain things that looks like, you know, the law, then you are a sinner or you are um, you know, you're, you're persecuted and you're rejected in those type of ways. So
1: Yeah, so the thing is we want to just talk today and have a different time of um, how we're doing the message today. I know a lot of you, 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 you know, you love the sermons, and that's great. You go back and you listen to the sermons, you listen to the podcast, you subscribe. That's great. But there's a part of God, and there's a part of being a believer where you, where you, you, are um, you're a real person, and there's a human side of who you are. And there's a part where you, uh, you show grace to others. There's a part of, of where you show love to other people. Where all the terminologies that we, you know, sometimes we can get real churched. And what I mean by real church is we know how to operate in church. But when we get into the world, you know, it's hard, world. it's hard for us. Yeah, it's hard for, it's hard for us to relate to people. Or, or if we're not relating to people, we're becoming like the world. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk about that today, and we want to sh- kind of give you some different scenarios so you can, um, so you can be effective. So you can not be, you know, a lot of people, a lot of Christians think uh, Christians are weird. <laughs> you know, I, some people I, I, think I that. I am
0: a prominent leader in the Body of Christ, and I think some Christians are weird,
1: y'all. Yeah, you know. um... Not just weird, but also that, uh, you know, hey, it don't take all that. Or, you know, it's the other side of where you are showing an example, you know, and you're experiencing persecution. Or you're experiencing somebody that, that says to you, well, you know, I don't want you around me. Or I don't want to, to be around that Jesus stuff. And they insult you. And they make it hard for you at your job. Or they make it hard for you in your life or in your family. So we want to talk about different type of topics today to show you different scenarios and how you can navigate and how you can move in these type of situations. And some of us out there, you may be in churches, that you, God is leading you to not, make, that uh, you may be a part of a, a religious and traditional church where God is trying to, to expand, expand your spiritual life to lead you into somewhere different in your life. Mm. Because where you are currently, you're not going to be able to grow. And you're not going to be able to reach your full potential in Christ. So we're going to discuss these things.
0: And I want to also add, because with everything, there is balance. Um, some some of you out there and, you know, those who may join in a little later um, after the video is recorded. Um, even if you are in the ministry and you're starting to notice that you, there's a little, there's not enough, like, a relationship with God, you're not growing spiritually, or you may see people, you know, not really showing the character of God, or, um, you see, it's a lot of gossip in the church, or you see, it's a lot of judgment. Um, you feel condemned all the time because of the word, how the word is going forward. Um, you know, sometimes you also have to learn that, um, it's important to have a relationship with God because God may still have you to stay there. Yeah, he mm-hmm. will. Why? Because If you know his voice. If you know his voice. Now, yeah. why I'm saying that is because that means that you have come to a level of maturity to begin to intercede in prayer for the ministry to be an example of love, to be an example of covering um those who may are, th- those who are falling into sin or those who are gossiping so that you can break that yoke in the church. There's that's also another side of being a child of God just because the situation is uncomfortable um just because it looked like you know God is not there or it's something that God wouldn't do sometimes God will put you right in the midst of places um that you are uncomfortable mm-hmm. and he I mean he did it for me you know there are times that I was a part of things that I just didn't find the purpose and I saw a lot of you know I was You know, I went through a lot of church hurt and I was, you know, in a church where um, it was just a lot of chaos going on. And I was just like, Lord, why am I here? (laughs) You know why? I can't go somewhere where I can learn and grow. But God kept me um, in that ministry for years, even when I didn't want to be there. But to pray, to begin to show the character of God, to begin to cover in love. Remember Um, the Bible says that love never fails and we are his example. If Jesus, you know, if he's seen all our flaws and said, you know what, deuces, I don't want to see y'all no more. Bye. It's too much. You know, then we wouldn't have a savior. And remember, we're supposed to be called into his image and his likeness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, so so we're going to open up in prayer. And, um, and really get into this and really hope that you guys would take some notes and, um, and, or listen to this over again so you can grow in your spiritual walk. So you not only you can grow, but it's going to cause you to really experience a lot of freedom too. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be this robot, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, when you're walking with God, you can, you can be free. You can enjoy your life and enjoy what God is doing in your life. Yeah. And um, and some people, sadly, don't even enjoy what God is doing in their lives. And it's not God's fault. Mm-hmm. It's their own mindsets that's blocking them. Yeah. Alright, so we're going to pray right now. So just uh, agree with us in prayer and just join us in prayer. Yes. So Lord, we just thank you, Father God, today, Lord. Thank you for this discussion. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you, thank you Lord, for causing us to uh, be free, Lord. You yes, are calling us Lord. to be free. Not to be religious, not to be in bondage, not to have a miserable life and a Mm. miserable relationship with you, Father God. No, you didn't call us to misery. You called us into joy Mm -hmm. and into an adventure and excitement with you. It's an excitement, Lord, to walk with you.
0: Thank you, Lord. It's
1: never dry because you're always doing something new. You're always doing something fresh. When we think we figured you out, Lord. You Thank you, Jesus. you do a shift. and Oh, you think you figured me out. <laughs> you do a shift. Father Thank God, you, Lord. Lord, that's how you move, Lord. And right now, Father God, we pray for that, that your presence and that realm to be known amongst your people and amongst those watching today. That, Lord, they will know you in a fresh new way in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. We Thank know Jesus. about the miracles. We know about the signs. We know about the preaching. We know about the sermons, Lord. But what about... Knowing how to be free. What about knowing uh, you in a fresh new way? Where we see you doing new things in our lives. The Bible says, your mercy is renewed day by day. That means every day it's a new mercy. Every day is a new thing you're doing. You said, behold, I do a new thing. You said that in the word. So Lord, we embrace the new thing. In Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you're about to do today. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And um, so, I want to start on this. You know that, um, um, that, like we were saying, a lot of us out there, when it comes to just what we're used to, a lot of times we're just used to church. We're used to, some of us, you've been raised in church your whole life. And that's not bad. You know, or some of us, you're just now coming back into church. You straight away, and you're coming back. But the thing is, how do you get to a place in your life where it's a, it's always a fresh new thing in your walk with God? Mm-hmm. I got news for a lot of us. God is never born. He's not. You know, I got. Uh, you know, I I ha- I have personal experience. You know, I, I used to uh, being a part of a lot of parties. Uh, a lot of um. A lot of just crazy activities, you know, as a young man. And and I thought that was fun. I thought drinking was fun. Alcohol, you know, you got Hennessy, you got vodka, you know, you got, you know. You know, I thought getting drunk was fun. You know, I thought getting tipsy was fun. You know, smoking weed, you know, with the parties, different women, you know, different scenes, a lot of money. You know, with people who, you know... You know around dangerous people and I thought I thought that was fun You know, but it's but I got saved and do you know I said I said this to myself and I never knew this I said How is it that I'm having more fun as a believer and as a Christian in my yeah. walk with God with a relationship with him? how is it I'm having more fun than I ever had in my whole life and You know it, it, it shocked me Um and I started to pray about these things and I started to realize that what I thought I knew about God was religion. The reason I didn't see a relationship with Jesus as fun is because my perception of what fun looked like was wrong and, what, and, and how Jesus was introduced to me was wrong. First off, I found out, for example, that, you know, it's a fun thing knowing that I pray about something tonight. And then God answers me the next day or within a couple hours. It's fun to see that, um, you know, the goals and dreams that God has placed in my heart. How he gives me direction on how to accomplish it. He puts people in my life or around our lives and how to accomplish our goals. And how to move forward in our God dreams. What's the difference with a God dream? It's not bad to have a dream. It's not bad to have a goal. But have you, have you added God to the equation? So that's fun. Another thing is, hanging hanging out, you know, doing fun, going to the beach, to the movies with some Christian brothers and sisters, you know, who are sold out for God, who got the same mindset. And even, even, even at times when uh, I found, when, when uh, I would, there was a season where I was, when I was alone in my walk with God, I found out, you know, I I saw God in a fresh new way that He was all I needed. That that I found out that I could I could be it could be me and Jesus and I can still have fun in my in my life. One of my perceptions about what fun looked like, and you can add to this baby whenever you can. That um because I'm talking about a fresh new thing.
0: I love it. How God's doing a
1: fresh new thing. That that when I was in that time of being alone, you know what I would do? I remember times I spent hours just studying and reading the word of God from a perspective a perspective of these stories I'm reading. God is wants to use these stories to encourage me that the same way he moved in their lives in when they lived mm-hmm. that God wants to move in my life and have and I have purpose in the in, in the lifestyle I'm living right now for Christ. Mm-hmm. One of the things um I learned how to just I go to the movies by myself, just just vibing, chilling, and have a blessed day. I'll go shopping and chilling and doing all that, you know. I do some. Uh, I I'll be uh, some of the things I, I I would do is like write poetry to the Lord, thankful of how He saved me. Mm-hmm. You know, I would learn a lot about myself. You know how to how to uh, how to get rid of some of them, those bondages that was on my life. Mm-hmm. You know, then as I begin to walk with the Lord, I noticed this is my journey. You know, God began to bring some people around my life, other believers around my life. Who, and then I started hanging around with them, started chilling with them. And I found out about myself, I was, I was top, top person. I didn't trust anybody, really. Mm-hmm. In other words, I, I, I didn't trust in the sense of if, you know, I don't want you around me, if I don't know you like that, you know, things like that. Because of my background and a lot of the things that I've been through, I had a lot of mistrust with people. And I had very good reason, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, but um, but the thing is, you know, I'm just talking to give you my story about how how I started learning about these different fresh new ways that God will move in a person's life, uh, uh, speaking this to them through dreams, showing them miracles. I never seen miracles, you know. I never had uh, a prophetic word. God give me a prophetic word, or I would um. Or God would send strangers to me to give me a message from God. You know, hey, I don't know you, sir, you know, but I feel like it's on my heart to tell you this. God put this on my heart to tell you. I would have those type of experiences. Mm -hmm. So I started experiencing what's called the supernatural. And -hmm. in the supernatural, uh, when it comes to God, it's never boring. Because when you think you figured him out, he does something you never expected.
0: He's still yeah. wowing me off almost after the 20 years. So um that I love that. And and um as you were speaking, I heard the Holy Spirit reminded me of certain things. Um, but also um you gotta understand this as well. Mm-hmm. It the Lord wants you to know that it is pride. It is pride to think that he's not enough, that you need something else. To fill your heart and your desires and your life, yeah. He created this world. We're just visitors. He created the mind, the heart, the spirit, the body. All things come out of Him. So how do we say to this create this creator of love that Lord? The Bible says that You are love, but it's not enough I need a little bit of I need a man lord you know to fill that place I need something you created to help me feel um uh this 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 need that I have in my life and it's also a very perverted way of thinking to feel like okay I need money i need I need to do this so I need that I need a degree it's when it's when I buy my house it's when it's when and then you're gonna start learning and and knowing that there's nothing Nothing in this world could fill you like the love of God and his love is so sustainable. You won't need anything else. Everything else will be an icing on the cake. There is a supernatural um, transformation that begins to happen to your spirit. Once you begin to involve the Lord in your life, once you begin to seek after him, spend more time with him and not just like things that we do ritually, um, like, oh, I gotta do this, or it's an obligation. I gotta go to church today. Oh, I got like everything should be more like a, a relationship that you are building. It shouldn't be like, oh, I gotta go to church, oh, I gotta pray, oh, yeah. let me say my prayers before I go to sleep. Let me pray before I eat because I ain't trying to go to hell. You know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> <laughs> I been there. Trust me, I've been there. I'm like, Lord, I don't want to go to hell, man. You better show me how to be saved. You feel me? But no, um. It's, it's a, a new introduction to a relationship. Think about it. When you first get into a relationship, you're excited about the person that you are getting to know. The more you get to know them, the more you begin to learn their ways. Yeah. And um, one thing about God, before you know it, you'll be thinking like, dang, Lord, all I need is you. Like. That But that's where he wants you to be. And remember, it is pride to still long for something else, long for, and it's not of God. Um, God is not pleased with you if, you. if he's pulling on you, he's saying, I want you to draw closer to me. I want to feel you. I want to be your husband. I want to be your father. I want to be the thing that you think you need to be fulfilled. That's what God means when he says that. And you're still saying, no, but I need more, Lord, more, you know? So, um, and also, um, there's a place where I like to call it the fullness of God. That's what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit. How do you think? Think about, think about this. The 12 disciples, they were ordinary men and women like you and me, you know, and They were willing to give their lives for God. Mm. How deep your love have to be. How full that you have to be. To say you know what i'm I'm willing to die I'm willing to get my head cut off for this. I'm willing to um, be crucified upside down for this mm-hmm. um, because this there, there, there is, there's a place that in the spirit of God there's a place in a relationship with God that you begin to be more full and and and, 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 and so full that there's nothing else could match it there's nothing can satisfy it. the the presence of god i don't know if you ever experienced the holies of holies because there's the presence of god right
1: that's a whole
0: uh-oh you know i'm about to tap it a little bit but you know what i'm saying but not so much but there's the presence of god y'all and then there's the place where god calls the holies of holies behind the veil where it's like literally like you you in your time in prayer and in your work time of worship, there's a place that you can go so deep with God it's like you're right next to him in heaven. you're amongst the angels. Let me tell you something. we're not talking about this just because we experienced this one time one me and my one of my sisters in Christ, we were so deep in prayer we saw an angel come and visit us and give us the strength that we was praying for. My husband had encounters with angels. Jesus came to me. Okay, I'm not playing with you. He came to me in my living room. And I knew it was him. All I could do was beg him to take. It was so much. till so I begged him to take me with him. I said, please don't leave me here. Please, please don't leave me. He said, you still got some work to do. There's a place in God. Where. You will forsake everything in this life just to be close to him. And that's where he's trying to get you. That's the relationship that you need to happen. it was one time, and I tell this story all the time because it was so amazing to me. In my head, I was out. I was hanging with some of my um, sisters in Christ. And in my head, you know, I'm like, dang, man. I really want me some bagels, <laughs> I, you know, if if all y'all who don't know me, man, I, I like to eat, I guess down, you know what I'm saying, so, um, you know, I'm like, I really want me some bagels, man, but I, you know, I'm hanging out, there's no bagels around, there's no place for me to get bagels, and I'm like, I'm just want me some bagels, when I get home, I'm just going to try to find out how I'm going to get, so, one of my sisters in Christ, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, I know you laughing, so, you know, I love to eat, girl, you know, still fighting right so anyway um let me tell you something one of my sisters in Christ said, you know what let me let's let's take a ride somewhere I gotta go by somebody's house and just for a moment and then you know we'll go resume doing what we were going to do that day the same day right so I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. So we go to the person's house, y'all. This is serious. I knew this lady from a can of paint. She brought me. She she I didn't even know her. She my she was my friend's friend and she came to me and she said, "You know what? Nice to meet you, um Penelope. I just have I just want to bless you and I want to give you a bag of bagels." The same day. She was like, "I just really feel like, no, take it, girl. I really feel like you You need this. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, that's a lot of bagels, though. I just wanted about I'm thinking in my head, like, I needed about one or two. But, you know, this, I'm talking about, you know, those grocery store bags? It wasn't in a grocery store, but I'm showing you the, like, the size. The bag was that big of bagels. I had bagels the whole week. I was like, hallelujah. Thank you. And, I mean, but that's just one one incident one situation of how god will show you i heard that you wanted bagel's daughter and I, I care even that deep that if you want bagels i'll get you get it for you you know that's how much he loves us that's how much he he he's so attentive so attentive
1: and and i know some of us you asking okay or well.
0: attentive my bad attentive is the word but
1: And I know some of you ask him, you know, how can I, well, how can I have those type of encounters with God? You know, how can I um, see angels and all these other other things? Well, you first got to start with um, experiencing what's called the manifest presence of God. Mm -hmm. That's, you need to write Mm -hmm. that down. It's called the manifest presence of of God. The manifest presence of God is what took place when um, they would have the children of Israel. You could study for yourself. It's in, it's in uh, Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, mm-hmm. where they had the tabernacle. There was mm-hmm. the outer court, the inner court, and the holy of holies. We don't have time to get into it, but the manifest presence of God is where anytime God would get close to somebody, mm-hmm. Right? There's so much power radiating and coming out of God that supernatural things just start happening. Oh, my Lord. It happened. How do you think we have this earth right now? Everything, the sun, moon, stars, the life, animals that you see in this world, human beings. Think about this. All of that life came out of what was in God.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So if you get close to God, what do you think is gonna happen around your life? Mm. Life. Supernatural things are gonna start happening. Beauty. All all these type of mm. things you never seen before is gonna that's why that's why we that's why I was saying when we first started is how can you get bored? If we can like I used to, to I used to preach these things, how I and and the Lord gave me this idea that tell people this about him to show how far from him they really are and how mm-hmm. religious and traditional they really are. Mm-hmm. He would, he, said, he said this to me. He said, how is it that we love hanging around with other people? Right? And we could spend hours talking to people. Right? And how is it that we could spend hours talking to people and love hanging around other people and he who created people mm-hmm. We say that he's boring, but he's the one that created people. How is God, it that, be cracking so, jokes. So, so, I'm so, serious. So, so, so how is it that, so you telling me the thing that God created. My Lord. You can love hanging around with that thing, right? And you can spend hours talking to that thing, right? Human beings.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But God created human beings. My Lord. And you telling me you can have a long conversation and love hanging around with him, and all people came out of him. So there's something wrong with how we were presented with the God of heaven and earth. And I'm here to tell you, His manifest presence can cause you to experience that. I remember, I remember how to get so how to get the manifest presence in your life. First, you got to start with you got to spend time in worship. Get you some worship songs, Hillsong, Golden, (laughs) you know, She Got Tracks, the prayer, matter of fact, we have a prayer uh, 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 CD and audio, it's on the Fire YouTube channel, you should listen to it, it's about 30 minutes to an hour, somewhere around there, listen to it every day and spend time and just worship God, spend time in prayer with the Lord, and just start saying, Lord. Let your presence fill my life. I want an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Matter of fact, there's a book called Good Morning Holy Spirit Yeah, from Benny Hinn.
0: You need to read it.
1: You should buy it, read it, and ask the Lord, the Lord let that happen in my life. Good Morning Holy Spirit, that's the book called, it's by Benny Hinn, H I N N. Another one, uh, um Miranda Curtis. There's so many other worshipers. worshipers. Worship, Jesus or, culture, worship, Jesus Kim, culture Walker. Kim Walker.
0: Like we're going to definitely put some things on our um check
1: out the Fire Room YouTube page. website it? and it's um, on, on the
0: social media so that you can get the list of different worship um worship uh, groups that will lead you into you the presence. presence because not every um every worship group or every worship leader they lead you into the presence of God. Don't get me wrong, but there's a place where God, some certain types of worship, will lead you into the holies of holy. And yeah. and remember, it's a it's a constant thing. Just because you may not have experienced that the first time you uh, set aside to spend time in worship, then go again. You yeah. know, it's a, take, it's an ongoing like, relationship.
1: And take time, like maybe fifteen minutes, thirty minutes in worship. But what why is that so important? What is that going to do? Mm-hmm. It's going to cause you to change. And I, I, there's a scripture. No
0: way you can remain the same.
1: There's, there's a scripture. No way. That's in Colossians chapter 3 verses 10. And have put on the new self. Which is being renewed in knowledge. In the image of its creator. So Four,
0: Colossians three, three ten.
1: 3. It means that. What's going to happen to you. The more of the presence of God that washes you and you, owe, you invite into your life, you're going to start being changed into who? The image of God. Mm-hmm. Who is the image of God? Jesus Christ. You're going to start being changed into love being changed into freedom, being changed into joy. You got some bondage on you, you need to be changed. You got some areas in your life where you're struggling, you need to be changed. You need the presence of God.
0: Yes, and remember, um, I'm going to say this because I think this is so important. Remember, God has placed in us, remember the fire realm, it comes from Jeremiah 20 verse 9. It was when Jeremiah was a young boy and God called him young to be a prophet. And he it was such a great responsibility and Jeremiah was until Jeremiah was like, "No, Lord, I don't want to do this, man. I'm young. I'm these people not listen to me. They persecute me and this and that." He said, "But I could I couldn't keep the word of God. Uh I couldn't keep remain silent because his word was like a fire shut up in my bones that I couldn't hold it in so there was a transformation that happened with Jeremiah until the presence of God was so strong on his life that he really could not even hold it in even if he wanted to and because we are God has has uh, ordained us, in man- and our mandate is to continue to preach that Jeremiah fire. What he does is first he uproots before he plants, and what what I mean by that is that's why God has us talking a lot about uh, religion versus relationship. Now, one thing I also wanted to share about religion is that we already know that. Re- the religious order in jesus time was who crucified jesus there was such a fight between the two because the religious order they knew the scriptures they went to the church they went to church which were the synagogues at that time they followed the law um in a sense of And they um, just doing certain things like like I mentioned earlier, like following the Sabbath. But Jesus, he came and he wanted to try to kind of stir up it, stir it up a little bit to push his people into more of a relationship with God. Why am I keep saying that? Because, you know, um, a person who becomes religious, they have been exposed to the things of God. Yes, they have. A person who is religious never wakes up and say, you know what, I'm going to be religious and I'm going to persecute the church. No, religion is not intentional. Religion is simply being a a a church goer in the sense of you're not stepping in you're not you're you you're hearing the word you're in charge you're you're amongst the holy spirit you may have an amazing pastor or amazing prophet in your ministry and you're hearing the word but you're not applying the word You're hearing the word, but you're not tapping into the presence of God. You're hearing the word. You're not allowing the word to wash you. You're hearing the word and you're not tapping into the holies of holies to be changed. So what happens is you're still in the house of God, but you're not being changed. So you're still operating like you did before. And what happens is you start persecuting whether you want to or not yes you do you, you will stop persecuting the things of god um that that you don't understand because you haven't really tapped in yet you know and i think that's so important a person who's religious never say oh i'm, I'm going to be religious you might be religious and you don't even realize it. you might say oh i got a relationship with god what you talking about golden um it can happen that's all I'm just trying to say and I'm just want to expose it to you so you can be careful of these things when God begins to say the way you're going to be changed is if you draw closer to me that is if you follow the instructions that I'm trying to give you if you and you if you think worship is corny or if you think it don't take all of that then you very might well be might well be stuck where you are
1: and that is a form of uh, pride as well you know that um, we tell God how he should move in our lives mm-hmm. and we tell God that that's, that's that's like what religion is you put God in your mental box mm-hmm. and he will be in nobody's box mm-hmm. God will make you look like a fool first before he looked like He. you try to make him look like a fool in which you fooling only yourself you know mm-hmm. but the thing is So you got to get to that place. And sometimes you got to admit that you may be prideful. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to admit that you may, you, you, you have ways about you that where you think you're always right. You think your way is the way. And it takes humility. Humility means that where I put aside what I think for, for, for God to teach me, Mm -hmm. you got to be what's called a disciple. Mm -hmm. A life, uh, a disciple is a disciplined learner. You're always willing to learn. Mm-hmm. You, you know, even uh, for my life, I'm a lifetime learner. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't want to ever think I got it all together. Right. You know, I always want to want to learn and grow. Mm-hmm. So, so an example of that is how do you deal with like the unsaved? When you get saved and you're dealing with people who don't understand anything about God. Do you, still, do you just start preaching to them, telling how uh, what's going on in their lives, how you're a sinner, you need to get saved, you're going to hell, all that other stuff? Well, that doesn't really work. It turns people off, to be honest. They're going to think that you're very judgmental. You know, if you're a stranger and somebody's coming and, a, and you feel attacked, what's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to feel very defensive and offended. So one of the one of the good things to do is is that is to approach people in love, approach people as if that was you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How would you feel about someone you know uh, 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 attacking you or feeling like you're being attacked and judged? So one of the best and effective ways to actually reach people is by giving them the truth in love. So and that takes and that takes humility in recognizing that I was first a sinner. You was a sinner at one point. You know, we got this thing in our head where we think we were good people. We think That's we,
0: the biggest trap, I tell you.
1: We think, oh, I wasn't that bad. I, I, I you really know, I don't grew, need the change because I'm a church. good
0: person. I, I, I went to yeah, church.
1: I went to church. I grew up in church. But you still was someone who had uh, bitterness, meaning that you had hidden anger. You was you cursed you lied you you did all these these things that it may not be out there in the open to people but you had issues like pride you didn't listen to your parents you had issues where you know you would lie or steal or mm-hmm. cheat or have sex outside of marriage it wasn't like out there but God saw you You know, and that's what he calls iniquity, and you're so in the
0: spirit because that's the um, the um, the scripture that he wanted us to take a look at today. And if you will go with me to um, Matthew's um, 15, starting at verse 8, and and the reason why he wanted us to share this is because a lot of people they do say, you know what? Hey, I'm a good friend. I'm a good person. Or I'm, a, I'm still a virgin. I know I'm good with God, and um, but 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 that's that is a form of ignorance in not knowing the Scripture. We serve a a holy God until the things that we may think that is that he's not really concerned about he sees no sin greater than the other so if you have if you are jealous if you're envious if you have if you gossip the things you do in secret that nobody knows about he judges it all the same and and he talks a lot about, and this is when he started talking, he would rebuke the, um, the religious order, which was called the Pharisees and the Sadducees, which were those, uh, the religious people so many times. And Jesus would literally be, he called them hypocrites to them, their faces. He called them brood of vipers, snakes. He called them this. People think Jesus, when Jesus came, he just was like, yes, I'm here to die for the world. No, Jesus was popping off. He went in the church. He was slamming over the tables. He was like, man, y'all, y'all, y'all running amok. Y'all ain't saved for real. Y'all playing. You hiding behind religion. You want people to look at you and think you saved, but I see who you really are. I see that hidden stuff in your heart.
1: And you, and you and, know what they say, like like things like this, they'd they be like, oh, I thought you was a Christian. As soon as they see you doing something wrong. Oh, I thought you was a Christian. <laughs> they just trying to catch you. Yeah, I've had that happen to you. Or you have seen that before. You know, and and even with this, and I say that to say, and I love where you're going with this, baby, mm-hmm. like that one of the best ways for you to have compassion on the sinner is when you recognize that you was a sinner too. That mm-hmm. where you recognize you needed God's grace, you needed God's grace too. You needed God's grace, you needed God's love because you didn't have it all together. I don't know about you, but I needed His grace. I needed God to not condemn me, so it helped me, and it's going to help us to be able to speak to somebody else who may be able to see Christ, who want to be able to see Christ and have an opportunity to be saved or be Mm -hmm. changed.
0: And I also want to expose this as well. Um, And most people who do that, who are religious, what they do is, is, and when God leads them to a ministry, to cause them, to, to, to cause them to serve Him for real, what they do is they like to fight and hate the 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 vessel and the tool that God is using through the person or the pastor of that ministry, and so they get mad and they want to go to other ministries that preaches. Something more comfortable, be like you know, or like you know, a, a, a minister that says, you know, it don't take all that God just loves you just the way you are. You don't have to change. Jesus died for that sin. There is grace. There, you know, and they love that to be comfortable in their in their decision making. And don't you know when Jesus walked the earth, he preached to those very same people who uh, who uh, sought after. The type of preachings that appease their flesh, and I'm gonna read it to you.
1: And just Lord. y'all, so people can know as well. The said the Pharisees and the Sadducees were like the Pharisees at that time. They were the religious people who had like a lot of money. They sat with people in government. They were like the high class of the society, mm-hmm. and the Sadducees was those people that was like st- <laughs> strict. Like they were to the to right. They were by the book very strict and if you didn't fall in line with that they would um they would look at you some type of way and jesus christ he always was bumping heads with them because these were the type of individuals who made other people think like that god it was impossible to be saved mm-hmm. or god anytime you make a mistake he's ready to put the hammer on you and condemn you mm-hmm. that's how they made people feel mm-hmm. so when jesus came with something different, with grace, and 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 having people who from all walks of the society feel like they can change,
0: mm-hmm. and was
1: relatable, you know that he was they were they were like oh man you know we want to hang with Jesus
0: yeah. yeah and also though you know he Jesus had such a big crowd but of course there were a lot of people. They are, they were still very comfortable in what they feel like they have learned already from the Pharisees and Sadducees, and they some of them still followed after the Pharisees and Sadducees, and um, you know that's very unfortunate because even though yes Jesus did preach grace, but he showed you that um, changing wasn't impossible. the The Pharisees made you feel like you know, you have to obey the law. And if you don't obey the law, you're going to hell. You know, Jesus said, you know, you can be saved if you follow more of a relationship with God. Once you have are, are filled with the Holy Spirit and you are, you fought, well, at that time, he was talking about a relationship with God and worshiping him in spirit and in truth. Then it is God that will give you the, the, the strength to follow all the laws. And they I'm, were trying to do follow the laws in their flesh, but it was a spiritual mm-hmm. transformation that they was not um they didn't the revelation they didn't receive at that time.
1: And I love where you're going with Matthew uh, uh fifteen, but I think we should read let me go ahead and read like the whole thing. Because maybe
0: for the sake of time, I mean I have a, one more other scripture that we have to cover. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'll go through real quick. We can
0: continue to go
1: yeah oh all right but i'll I'll let me just give you the context basically that there was they got to the point you guys where the pharisees had people and the teachers of the law they would have people feeling like if you ain't wash your hands before you eat god ready to yeah (laughs) that's how bad it was imagine you know you don't wash your hand and god won't condemn you to hell for not washing your hand. That's how that's how the level in which they felt superior to other people. So, so go ahead. I just want to give some context and you can read for yourself. You know?
0: Amen. So once again, it was the outward showing. They were so big on outward showing of what holiness was and not the inward transformation of what holiness truly is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I love that yeah they was getting but we ain't wild. got no
1: time you guys we you know, don't have we, time we, baby <laughs> come on now you you know how <laughs> instagram that. gonna cut yeah, them off yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look out for, for y'all because y'all am i'm trying to look saying, out for y'all IG. he trying
0: to go on and then y'all gonna be gonna probably have to jump back on and do all this other yeah stuff.
1: email email ig you know what i'm saying but facebook hold on don't facebook on ig um, come what? on man facebook why you capping man baby what you
0: th-
1: it- facebook on ig
0: how, but well, how are you talking to uh Facebook through the live?
1: No, I'm just saying, some of you guys are watching, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta know what's going on, you know. We on IG and on Facebook.
0: Oh, so my if you God. ain't subscribed,
1: go ahead and subscribe. You
0: know oh, my I just God. had to plug
1: that
0: in, you know. Yeah, baby, you a scholar of the word, you gave them a rundown of the whole chapter without going through all of it. Oh,
1: boom, Amen. there it is, there it is. Amen. you know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> so, so basically, this, Jesus was tired of that, he was like. Man, look at here. Let me show y'all something. Y'all so worried about how you look on the outside that makes you look holy. But I'm about I'm about that inward transformation being filled that. with that Holy Spirit mm, for you, you that makes you God look holy.
1: God like I'm about oh I'm about that right there. I'm about <laughs> that <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And, and
0: let me show you how why this was so God, important. The real one, man. This is what this is what the Lord was saying. These people Verse 8, these people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips. But their heart is far from me. Mm-hmm. So what does Jesus want? What does God want? Your heart.
1: Your heart. Not
0: your pro- not your clapping. Not
1: your pockets. Not
0: your pockets.
1: That's good though. That's good. You got your pockets. You <laughs> got your hands. And of you, right? course,
0: he could, should have your hands. You should still clap. Remember, we're talking about balance here. You should still praise God. You should still worship God. You should still honor God with your finances. That's not what we're talking about. But even in doing that, He wants your heart attached to it, not because it's an obligation, not because you feel like you have yeah, to like you don't. Some... So you don't want. So you don't go to hell.
1: Like he it, wants it. See, you got some love out there, 100%. <laughs> see, can I get somebody to say facts out here? <laughs> yeah. What's it, where the facts at? You know, where, where they at? I'm just saying. So
0: everything that God wants from you, exactly, it should stream from your love and affection towards him. Yeah. The honor should first come within, yeah. within your heart. And everything you do, it should flow out of you, out of out of purity. Out of genuineness, out of love. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what relationship with God is. Amen. I'm about to
1: fall out. <laughs> don't
0: don't fall out. Let me get the oil. Let me get the oil. <laughs> um,
1: you know, because I love that because the thing is, you know. So I just go ahead. Now. Go ahead.
0: So so God wants your heart. He wants you. Isn't that amazing? hmm God wants you. And everything you do outside of outside, if, you know, to serve Him, it should come from your heart, not because the pastor tell you to do it, not because you feel like, man, if I don't do, if I don't pay my tithes, man, God gonna, God gonna hit my finances, man. You know, God, mm-hmm. I I'm gonna lose my job, man. Uh, you know, that's not should be your your mindset. It should just be like, Lord, I want to honor you. I just want to I want to bless you not only with my heart and my life but also I want to I want to fund the gospel. I want pe- other people to hear the word, Lord. I want to forgive people. I want a- people to be able to get Bibles, Lord. I want you know this is love. This is affection. This is the flow. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. So he said verse 9 and, and you can go on after this. Someone
1: said, "Hey, love, thank you for that." Oh, hey, he, hey it's, all, it's all love. You know, Amen. somebody said thanks for link it, linking the man. Yeah, Appreciate it, appreciate it. Remember, all those out there, if you don't know about the Fire Realm, go ahead and just subscribe. Uh, get plugged up to the Fire Realm. Thanks for the love. Appreciate it. Yeah. Send an email to Fire Realm. So flow
0: so flo, got it going on.
1: <laughs> and for those out there, invite people, yeah. share, you know, but let's move on. Okay, um,
0: and verse 9 says, and I'm going to let you finish, baby. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. And in vain. Okay, let's go back. These people draw near to me with their mouth. This is what God complaining about. He's like, and honor me with their lips. But their heart is far from me. Mm -hmm. And in vain they worship me. Teaching as doctrines the commandments of who? Men. That is man's teaching. For you to feel like you being saved just because you going to church. Or you say yeah. just because you're following certain rules of church to look holy on the outside. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, I, I see what you're doing, but I need your heart. And, and if you don't worship me with your heart and everything that you do for my kingdom and for me, if it don't flow out of love for me, then you're doing it in vain. I know who you are. I know the hidden things. I know yeah. exactly If you down for me or not, come on now, God not crazy. He's like, I know if you, if you really down or if you're not. So don't, don't fool yourself and don't spend all that time thinking you worshiping me and it'll be in vain. We don't want that either, y'all.
1: Yeah. And you know, the thing is a lot of, a lot of people, they, they're not hearing this, you know, they're not hearing this type of realness and truth, you know, and you know, I'm being, I'm being honest, me and my wife, we can, we can preach we could prophesy we didn't seen miracles we didn't seen a whole lot of the, the 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 you know what's called what's the who's who in the christian zoo that's what they say you know but but the thing is you know whatever happened to just being real mm-hmm. whatever happened to just being honest whatever happened first being a human being you know that's what we're missing today you know and um and so that's why when we do these broadcasts and we do these videos and we talk to you, yeah, we have sermons. Yes, we have podcasts. Yes, we have you know uh, uh, the, the the material. Mm-hmm. But whatever. But but we like to be able to show you this side. Yeah. You know, some days, some days I I have a bad day. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Some days I have to make my day good, because life can send some things at you. You know, and when I say some things, I'm talking about like, you know, you go to the grocery store, you go to the store something like that. Somebody get your timing wrong. Somebody want to skip you in front of the line you got. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Right? <laughs> don't, don't, don't act too holy not act too Been down, there, been saying?
0: there, boy. But,
1: but. Or well,
0: the cash, as, the slinging your grocery
1: the on the thing like. Hey, or, You're you or, welcome. Or, 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 or you say welcome. you, you at Dunkin' Donuts, you at Starbucks <laughs> or wherever you at. And the cash uh the person the cashier give you an attitude.
0: Or give you a drowsy scale of not Mess up you your nothing. order.
1: Don't act like you be saying, Lord Jesus, and you you're about to you see the hungry. flesh right now, and Lord. You know you hungry. <laughs> you know you hungry, you know what I'm saying. You at McDonald's, you know what I'm saying? They don't got your order wrong. They don't put onions. On your burger, you know what I'm saying? And you just waited
0: in the line by 40 minutes. And you
1: know you onion intolerant. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But the thing is, in those, in those moments, you have to show the character of God. Oh, here's a good one. Here's uh-huh. a good one. You try to find a parking space mm. and somebody swerve, almost get in the car accident and steal your parking space.
0: How do that's when the love of God is supposed yeah, to come out? You, that's the Jesus, true you that you come out, boy. Yep, Jesus, that's if you don't you fix
1: know. it right now, Lord, I'm about to go in handcuffs right now, Jesus. God help me. So, what am I saying? I don't want
0: to be preaching from a jail cell, Lord. You know, Take the will, Lord.
1: I'll repent later, Lord. <laughs> In the jail cell, Jesus.
0: Be like, ain't nobody around, boy. I mean, let's be real. you And girl. you like, man, forgive forget
1: you. <laughs> you know, be you like, s- Lord, forgive me for me. Maybe. You know, some of us out there, you in traffic, you on the expressway during Rona season. You, 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 you know, God, got deliver you from the middle finger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you know, let's, let's, you see, but this is the stuff people don't see. Yeah. You know, this is the everyday living. This is every day, mm-hmm. you know. Everybody in Christian in this world. Mm-hmm. So, what, so that's why in the fire room. That's why we try to, 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 to really give you guys the real. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's good that you spend time with God. Yes, it's good you a Bible thumper. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's good that you know you a holy roller. Yeah. You know you got your Bible. You know you carrying the church. You know hallelujah. You know, but but what about those moments that people don't see? Yeah. That's when... That's
0: what God cares about. Those
1: are the moments you need God. Mm-hmm. Those are the moments that... If you it, know...
0: Oh, this is so powerful. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The, the, we're talking about also the moments when you know that you could tell a lie and you could get oh, away with it. Oh, boy.
1: Talk about that.
0: And you're like, oh, man, God, God going to forgive me. Uh, uh, that's nothing. It's a little white lie. You know? And God is like, no, I I see your behind. And I look at you in in church service talking about hallelujah, trying to lay hands on people and talk about praise the Lord. Oh, amen. You said amen. And God is like, there ain't no amen with that. How about for let's first start getting our relationship together. Remember what you did Thursday? Like, come on now. Let's bring it right back around to true worship Mm -hmm. in spirit and
1: in truth. And that's why I don't know how any of us (laughs) can can condemn somebody.
0: None of us can.
1: Or you looking at somebody because you in God, church, man. but they out here on drugs or smoking weed There's or no greater. or you know Molly Cyrus or Justin Bieber or all these artists, you know, oh I never do that Chris Brown, I never talk about that, you know. Or you see these people in the world and we on our high horse. Like we got it all together. And it was by grace. That God was able to even forgive us. But we don't have compassion on anybody else. The
0: liar and the drug addict. Is going to go to the same place. If there's no repentance. The liar. And the drug addict. Or the liar and the fornicator. As the Bible calls it. Those who are having sex before marriage. Is going to go to the same place. Those even who. Have. Have. Bitterness and unforgiveness. God said, if you don't even have uh, forgiveness, I can't even forgive you. They go in the same place.
1: Unforgiveness.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: God said, if you don't forgive men's of their sins, Mm
0: -hmm. God
1: can't forgive you.
0: Amen. Because
1: you can't sow unforgiveness and reap forgiveness from God. Mm -hmm. You can't. And this is the system, you guys, of how God works. But, but that's what we're saying. That see, it causes you to it causes you love causes you to live different. Yes. It causes you to treat people different. It causes you to be to 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 pray for others. It causes you not to be on this high horse. It causes you to be able to relate to others. You know what? I've been where you've been. Yeah. Let me tell you my story. Some sometimes we think that because we're not a pastor or whatever that we can't preach to people. Yes, you can. It's for If o'clock. you have had Jesus Christ save you, you qualify to be a preacher. Yeah, but you still remain quali- humble because you're yeah. still
0: being developed. Yeah, man, yeah. They, they but man. you can
1: tell your testimony.
0: Your testimony is your greatest weapon. That's your your greatest... greatest ministry is your
1: testimony. Yeah, so you could tell people, hey, let me tell you what God did for me. Okay, I get, I get what you're saying, but let me tell you what God did for me. Mm-hmm. And give them your story. And leave it up to them and say, hey, do you want to uh, accept Jesus? You know, do you want to, you know, make that decision? And if they say no, that's fine. Okay, then, respectively, okay, I, I respect you for that. You know, but thank you for taking the time to listen mm-hmm. because I just wanted to share that with you because I love and I care for you and I'm concerned about your soul. Mm-hmm. You know, and nobody, no person can 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 feel some type of way about you if yeah. you that type of person. I don't think anybody, you know, I've never had that happen to me. And over, you know, it's been about 20 years, you know. Um, so, so, yeah. So you want to hit that last Definitely. song. Definitely.
0: And, 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 oh man, God, it, I love the fact that God is now re- revealing more about his personality and his heart towards his people. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants a relationship with you. He wants your heart and he died just to continue to keep that re- connection with you. And, um, the way that you can also see God's heart, there was a powerful man. And I'm pretty sure all of us know him. His name is David, King David. He's, he's in your history books. If you search for him, yes. King David's about, he, he existed y'all. And, um, David was a man of God and he had a heart of worship. Was David perfect? Absolutely not. David committed murder david uh uh committed adultery david what but the bible says that he had a heart of worship and don't think david didn't didn't suffer from those wrong decisions he made david went to his grave from uh suffering from some of those bad decisions so even though there is grace and god will forgive you for what you have done doesn't mean you will not he will protect you from all the consequences from your wrong decisions and that's what god wants us to let you know is that when he gives you warnings or when he gives you um a leader or a prophet that comes your way and tell you listen okay i know you think if you're gonna do this you can just repent and just keep moving forward with god and you maybe can because there is grace if you truly uh mean it in your heart but god is not gonna remove that big obstacle um and way of living out of the way because of your own decisions that he warned you about now as I mentioned, David was a mighty man of God. The Bible says that David was a man after his own heart. You know what I'm saying? And um that mean and David was a man of worship. He spent a lot of time in the presence of God when he would play his harp, he would literally uh the Holy Spirit would come down, and no demons could dwell in that in his in in his presence because of the Holy Spirit would begin to fall on David as he began to worship God David one time he praised God so much he he praised out his clothes he uh people was calling him crazy for worshipping god, and his his wife was even looking at him like a side eye like, oh, it don't take all that, you' just crazy or whatever." and so david is a great example he wrote a lot of the songs because he was a psalmist he was a songwriter a lot of people i guess you know um they don't believe that even some of the psalms are songs to god did you know that uh worship and poetry to god song of solomon is poetry and worship to god from solomon david's son so pay attention to that and they, and god put them in the Bible. And this was so so um, perfect. What David said in Psalms 51, and starting at verse one, he probably had already unslept with Bathsheba and caused this man, caused her husband to get murdered on the front front line of war. And this is what David said to God. This is how he came to him in prayer and in worship. He probably this probably was a song to God. And it's and he said. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. That means, Lord, please erase all the wrong stuff I did. Don't remember it. Take your pen and just blot it out. Blot out my sin. And he said, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, meaning wash me from the hidden things, me desiring um, a, a, a married woman me this having murder in my heart that nobody's seen you know um and he said wash me from this lord and cleanse me from my sin and then he goes on to say for i acknowledge bingo bingo the problem with religion is we see the sin and we ignore it and that's what causes us to continue on going in the same path in worshipping in vain. He said, "I acknowledge uh I acknowledge my sins. In other words, I acknowledge my transgressions. And my sin is always before me. In other words, I can't even get it out of my head."
1: <laughs>
0: he said, "Against you and you only have I sinned."
1: Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, some of us think that we made some mistakes. Some of you probably made some mistakes. You probably had some, uh, out of, you know, kids early uh, in your teenage growing up. Mm-hmm. You weren't married. Or you probably did some things in your past and you feel like, man, this thing's always haunting me. Mm-hmm. You know, God, I can't seem to get away from this relationship or situation or, mm-hmm. or something from your past. Well, he felt that way. You know, and he he was able to overcome it,
0: mm. but and he had to acknowledge it, accept it, and understanding that even the things he desired because remember sin starts within the heart and yeah. in the mind. He began to say, "Lord, forgive me for the thoughts of adultery. Forgive me uh for the thoughts of 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 hating my brother to the point where one day I had killed him." Lord, and he was like, he was like, um, he said. Uh, where are we? Okay, he said against you and you only have I sinned. You want to continue? Yeah,
1: and you know, uh, we talk about adultery, you know, but what about the some of us, you know, we desire or we have been with other people sexually or want to be with someone else, and has God even told you that person belongs to you? Have you gotten confirmation that that's your husband or wife because you may you're desiring someone that belongs to someone else mm. because of if 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 God if it's not God's plan for you to be with this person then that means this person is supposed to be especially if they're a Christian if they're a Christian that means that that man or woman belongs to someone else but you want them
0: mm that happens and and to be to be very transparent parent with y'all um as many of you know when i first saw my husband i was already immediately tra- attracted to him and i wanted to be with him but i was so in love with god i was like but if you don't have him in your plans for me and that's somebody else's future husband then lord i want who and what you have for me only yeah. and um but, but thank the Lord yeah, that I, He was mine. I, Hallelujah!
1: I had my own enemy as well, <laughs> you know. So yeah, yeah. So it's real.
0: Yeah. So um, okay. Here it is. Um, He said against you you only have i sinned and done this evil in your sight so he's talking about a relationship here he's like lord i know i broke your heart lord i know the way i've been thinking has been wrong lord i know um the way that i i went about being with this woman and doing all this stuff i know that it was wrong and i know i did it uh, against you lord so please just blot out blot out that mistake, blot out that transgression, forgive me, wash me, cover me, me, help me. You know, remember he was a man of God's own heart. God called David that, even in David's um, mistakes and sins. Um, And um, he said that you may, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. So he knew that dang i'm a man of god i'm saying people know that i'm a man of worship and here it is i'm making you look like you're weak god i'm making you look like you're unjust lord um you know i want you to be ble- i want people to see you as blameless through my life and that's important once you become a child of god and you say that you are a christian guess what you wear the banner of jesus christ people gonna start looking at who jesus is according to how you live and so even here is david saying lord that he said against you and you i have only sinned and done this evil in your sight that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge behold here it is again i was brought forth in iniquity and my sin And and in sin, my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts. Verse six, behold, Lord, I know you. And I know that you desire truth in the inward parts. So truth in my heart first. The only way you're gonna overcome your struggles is if you be real and acknowledge your thoughts, your desires, and your intentions. If you ignore your thoughts your desires, and your intentions, you're going to easily fall into sin. And um, he said, because I know that all all these things that I'm doing for you, Lord, I know that you desire truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part, in the hidden places of my life, you will make me know wisdom. So we know that God wants to... um, Impart to us all wisdom the bible says that the begin the, the fear of the lord is uh no sorry the beginning of wisdom is to fear the lord and fear doesn't mean like ooh i'm scared of the lord you know, no. fear of the lord is simply meaning i reverence god i see him as someone that i honor i desire he's before me he's higher he's my he he is someone who I fear. I, yeah. I do fear. But I not only like fear to the point of like, oh God, gonna strike me right away and kill me. No, that He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and the Creator of heaven and earth. I reverence Him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so that's that's what we wanted to discuss today, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna go ahead and end out on here. But we don't want to end out without giving you an opportunity to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. For those that you enjoyed this today, you enjoyed what uh, we discussed today, you can be saved. You can know that you're, you're right with God today. We talked about Psalms 51. You can, be, you can repent. You can turn from that wickedness or that evil in your life, that sin in your life, and give it to God and watch Him change you. It starts by accepting Him, him as your Lord and Savior. If you're not living like how you should be, you need to be saved again today. Mm -hmm. You know, not, you know, where, because we got this thing where we think that, oh, I just said a prayer years ago and now I'm saved. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. If you're not living for God and you're not living the way you know you should be living, Mm -hmm. you need to ask Jesus Christ to come into your life again. You are not saved. And so here's how you do that. You say, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. I'm not living the way I should be living. Come into my heart, come into my life. Save me, I accept you as the Lord and Savior. Forgive me for all my wrong, and help me to walk with you and be a true believer and a Christian and a child of God. In Jesus' name I believe that you died on the cross and rose again on the third day and I accept you as my Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you pray Amen. that prayer, we want to hear from you. Send us a message. Send us a DM. And for those out there that you are blessed and you know that, man, I need to I need to tighten up. I'm too prideful. Or, you know, I need to be more humble or what have you. You know, ask God to help you. Get into the Word. Do a fast if you need to. So God can help you in those areas of what we were talking about. The iniquity. The hidden sin. The stuff nobody really sees. Lord, I'm cursing. I'm going off on people. I'm prideful. I think I'm better than people. Come on, you guys. We got to tighten up. And if you did, if you are operating like that, you need to ask God for forgiveness for that. And here's how you do it. You just say, Lord, I repent. I turn from this. I turn from this sins. I turn from this iniquity, the hidden sins. And Lord, I ask that you forgive me. Lord, I don't want to say with my mouth I love you, but with my life I live like I hate you. God help me. Forgive me like David and make me a brand new person. In Jesus' name. Amen. And if you pray that prayer, let me tell you something. God Amen. forgave you. He washed you. The Bible says it in Romans uh uh ten nine. Ten nine, right? Yes. Yes, yeah, Romans 10 9. ten nine. If you confess your mouth you know, uh, but, um, uh, no, I think it's First uh, John chapter 1, verse 9. But it says that Romans if he's faithful 9. and just to forgive you. Oh, that's right, John. You know, yeah, he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Um, but the scripture says that. You can look it up on Google. He's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. <coughs> all right, so... We believe in you, you guys. We believe that God has the best for you, but we gotta talk to you in this type of way so you can see how, how it's the real, real out here. You know, we, we it's not no fairy tales. I love how one pastor said, you know, we live in fairy tales. You know, this Jesus walk is not a is not a play play. It's not a play play game. <coughs> it's not a fairy tale. It's real, mm-hmm. and you got real struggles, and you have real situations that were happening to you in your life. And we wanna show you how to get to the place where you can have victory in every area. All right, so thanks for joining in, you guys. We need some water out here. We <laughs> signing off, you know what I'm saying? But thanks for the love, we appreciate. Thanks for all those who join in. We see a lot of new people joining in today. Yo, if you are new, we, want, we have a free gift for you. Send us a DM, send us a message. We want to send you an email. We want to send you a free gift here from the Fire Realm, all right? But have a blessed, blessed day. Have a blessed, blessed week. Remember to follow us. Follow our social media as well. We're always putting out a live video for you. Always got the hot, hot cakes, hot content, hot content coming your way straight from the throne room of heaven, you guys. God puts messages on our heart to share with you, all right? God bless you. Have a great, great day, Saturday and remember be filled with the fire of god thanks for joining amen peace peace